Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Taskmaster is Wonderful Podcast. I'm Eric, and today I'm talking about Bestie Test, Season 1, Episode 4, the finale of Season 1. And in this episode, we have guest contestant Marco Letosolo, who is also known as Marculio, a comedian and musician from Finland and Sweden, uh, originally from Finland, who moved to Sweden, apparently. Uh, this episode was really good. I was in tears laughing at a couple of points and, um, yeah, yeah. Uh, a great conclusion of the season. I wish there were more episodes of this cast, but, uh, it's a pretty solid four episodes. Um, and I'm glad that there's going to be more, a lot more to watch. Only one more to watch on YouTube though, on the official Taskmaster YouTube. That's how I'm watching it. But anyway, we opened with the prize task. We had uh, the best dinner guest plus Babin, um, who would uh, go out to dinner. All of them would join the winner of this episode for dinner after the show. Um, Bianca brought her mother, Jasmine. Uh, Kodio brought a saxophonist. Pia brought herself. Klaus uh, brought a gay uh, football fan. Um, which apparently is not a very popular football club. Uh, <laughs> lots of jokes about him and the the person he brought being the only two fans. Well, two of the three fans in the whole country, I guess. And then uh, Marco brought in Onassis, a little dog, a cute little dog. Of course, I agreed with, with Babin in placing Onassis in first place for five points absolutely the best dinner guest uh maybe you don't want that little dog at the dinner table up in the chair on the table but right there at your feet if if you if you drop any crumbs or anything that dog is right on top of it um i everything else was off by one from what how i would rank them and so i was really surprised that Klaus's football fan friend got four points i put him in last place um but my my rankings match up otherwise two points goes to pia because not very not a very creative not a lot of effort to bring herself she's already there and that's kind of like she she gave herself the prize by putting herself up to be the prize for dinner she gets to be the dinner guest of of all these other dinner guests that's kind of cheating. Maybe she should have gotten last place. Three points go to Bianca and four points. Ah, like I said, why? Why? Why did Klaus get those four points? Maybe they were pity points in a way. Next up, we had moved the boulder as far as possible, which is uh, originally seen in the UK Series 1, Episode 5. Um, all right. First, we see a whole lot of Pia struggling so much with this boulder i'd say the boulder is maybe like four or five feet long probably five feet long because it doesn't fit uh, uh width wise into a car um so first she carries it up a hill into a fence um, and then she tries to put it in the car through the side of the door in the back seat of a hatchback she does not for one moment think hey I could put it through the back of the hatchback. Maybe the seats don't go down in that one. I don't know. I, I'm pretty sure it would have fit. 
if she loaded it through the back. But anyway, she calls a taxi. The taxi is a regular sedan. It's even smaller. The boulder is not going in there. She grabs a dolly from the shed and then uh, gets over to the metro station. But the train does not arrive in time, um, despite her having to uh, load up some some money onto her card. Then we see all the rest. Um, uh, Marco walks past a bunch of cars, but does end up uh, getting into a car eventually. And it's a hatchback, so it works. Uh, Klaus, Bianca, and, and Kodio also uh, get into cars that are hatchbacks, and they all work as well. Um, so we end up with two of them in Broadby, uh, and is, they're very close to each other. But in in last place was Pia, only only getting about 304 meters um, uh for two points, 11.22 kilometers is uh, Marco. He ends up in Lindingo, which is a dead end because there's not a bridge to go as much further than he got. But he did get a nice, lovely view there on the water. He found a bench, and uh, that was one of my favorite shots of this episode. Um, for three points, Kodio gets 22.8 kilometers to Brotby. And also in Broadby, but a little bit further, is Bianca, 25.74 kilometers. And then in first place, Klaus gets even further, like substantially further, 33.9 kilometers. He really relishes that win. Um, and he was he was ready to pounce on anybody that got further because he was obeying the law. That's one of the laws. I, I don't know if it's the case for this show. But uh, Taskmaster UK, one of the rules is to not break any laws. Um, that's just an umbrella rule over the entire show. So um, he would have had he would have had a fair point, but he got the furthest, so it's all good. Uh, next up, we had the task of borrow one hundred kroner from a high income person, somebody who who earns at least fifty thousand kroner per month. Um, and they did double check everybody's actual incomes, which was it's a bit weird to do that for some of the people that were on there. But uh, it had a pretty fun payoff that uh, one person got disqualified, or rather, only got one point. I think maybe she should have been disqualified. But uh, Pia calls a colleague, a fellow actor. And um, two points went to Marco, who found a doctor nearby and then <laughs> made an appointment to go up to her office and borrow uh, the the 100 kroner. And then, um, let's see, Klaus asked David if he could uh, borrow it from him, um, and then he would pay, pay him back by a lot, but he, he refused to do it. And then some lady comes by. Uh, she's pu- pushing a stroller, I think, and uh, he, he gets her to, to loan him the, the money. And then, um, oh, I did that in the wrong order. He got four points. Three points goes to Kodio. Um, is that right? There's no way that's right. Yeah, I guess that is right. I th- I thought Kodio was faster than, than Klaus. But um, when I checked, by the way, shout out to taskmaster.info. It's a great place. Find all of your statistics on all of the different Taskmaster series. Um, and uh, this is where I found a lot of the... Uh, there, there's so, Sometimes they skip over 
um, what points people got. And uh, you kind of have to infer from the totals that are shown later. And there are some discrepancies um, in this season. And this website, taskmaster.info, makes note of all those discrepancies. And if there are known explanations, that can be found on there. Otherwise, it's kind of assumed. In this episode, it's assumed that the discrepancies are from a task that took place in the studio or is filmed um, and was part of the whole process, but then was cut out for time. I'm thinking they cut it out so that they could spend more time with Pia struggling with the boulder. They even mentioned that uh, she took up a lot of time for the show. (laughs) But... um, uh, first place, five points, one minute and 45 seconds. Bianca, she basically says, your task starts now. Your time starts now. Turns around, runs into a guy, and gets it done. It probably would have been like 30 seconds if he had the cash on him, but they had to go to uh, go to an ATM. Um, so, yeah, that, that was pretty fun. It was... I would say it, it's kind of similar to the high five, uh, 52 year old, um, in that it is one of the only like interacting with the public being, uh, uh, an obvious or not an obvious, a required thing. So I like this one. I like this one better, but it seems a lot more awkward. Um, but somehow it ended up not being as awkward. Because it was, it was really iffy on the UK series. Um, then we go to the middle of the program. Marco, who has a funny name. Marculio? No, his last name. Uh, Leto Salo uh, is from Finland. And so they play Finnish Sticks or uh, Finska Pinar. Uh, they have a, a whole theme song and everything for it. Uh, the glass bowls from the last episode are back, but they only have one bowl each. They don't have to worry about the uh, <laughs> the missing two that maybe they had plans to use all 10 of those bowls but because um kodio and pia broke them in the last episode they they had to readjust but the bowls are filled with these finished sticks and they uh have to build a structure and the tallest structure wins five points everybody else gets zero points um bianca is doing really well but it fell over she's devastated and kodio ends up with a 37 centimeter structure um, getting the full five points. Next up, we had create a task for the others that has a 100 second time limit. And the um, this is for the, the uh, permanent guests, permanent contestants, and uh, then the guest contestant is the one doing all of the tasks. Really great way to do this one. Um, I liked it a lot the the person guessing nailed it really good job i tried to guess them um as well i only got one correct so let's take a look at the tasks uh build a tower out of newspaper and tape uh marco was terrible at that he basically crumpled up you just just roll the paper up into tubes why why didn't he do that that's it's absolutely bonkers the way he did that task not that it mattered at all because it wasn't the actual task um he nailed it doing uh 50 squats in 100 seconds which was kodio's task uh the the tower was pia's um 
explain how Tommy Korberg's knees were knees were added surgically using a skeletal model. So uh, Tommy Korberg is a Swedish singer, and uh, Mark was able to figure it out because he knows that um, Tommy and Klaus are friends. Um, so he nails that one. And then finally, we had Bianca's task of uh, take the finish wheel position and walk 20 steps while saying, I don't have any milk at home in Finnish. So I wonder if they knew if that it, it didn't seem from the uh, from the reading of the task that they knew that it was just for Marco because um, the wording of it was that they had to uh, let's see task for the other contestants. Um, so maybe they knew that it was for, no, why would they make it easier for him? They would want to make it hard. So they would have chosen Icelandic or something. So I, I don't know, but it doesn't even matter how hard the, the, the actual tasks were. Marco absolutely nails all four guesses and gets four points. Uh, next up is uh make a train honk you have a maximum of 15 minutes fastest time wins um the the house is right next to some train tracks for uh, a fairly regular regular enough that you would get trains going by a few times during those 15 minutes um so first we see uh Klaus who writes a really wordy sign first he tries waving at the train doesn't do anything then he writes a whole sign about it being his 50th birthday or something and bounces on a trampoline which is much further away from the train than where he was before i think if he stood where he was before with the sign it could have worked but um he just he sticks to that plan changes the wording sign, makes it a little bit simpler and fails to get the train to honk. So he gets zero points for the task. Um, then we see Pia, who first puts a big basket on top of a rake and then sits on a fence and hopes that that <laughs> makes the train conductor honk the horn. It, she realizes it's pretty dumb and decides to run to the bridge at the train station, uh, which Kodio also decides to do after making a sign but he drives there um, and wonders who would run Pia would great editing between those two. Um, he tells a, a, one of the train conductors that it's, it's Babin's birthday. And if he would honk the horn um, and they do as they're leaving, um, I guess they're probably not allowed to honk when they're, uh, when they're sitting at the station, which I think is what the uh, the trouble that Marco ran into. He also drives directly to the station. He doesn't make a sign or anything. He just waves to the conductor and tries to, to get their attention. And then they r refuse to honk. Um, but he's like across. It's the next set of tracks over. So he's like yelling and not really able to communicate as well as Kodio was. Um but then he realizes, and this is the thought I had, you could get, make a train of people just right away and then honk. And th that's that's got to count. And that's exactly what Mar uh, what Marco does at the train station. He grabs a couple of the uh, the waiting passengers um, and uh, gets them to, to form uh, a train, a human train, 
and they honk and all is good. Uh, then Bianca, she runs inside, grabs her phone and finds a, a train sound effect. First of all, that doesn't really count um, because it's a phone playing a sound and it's not a train. Second, it's not honking because it was a train whistle. It's a whistle, not a honk. And then third of all, um, no, those are the, those were the two things. There doesn't even need to be a third. You only need one of those things to uh, to to justify her being disqualified along with Klaus. Uh, well, Klaus wasn't disqualified. He just didn't complete the task. Um, so even though she was the fastest with one minute and 48 seconds, she gets zero points. They even bring in a uh, uh, an expert, Ganella Norberg. Um, she is a language expert, and she says, yes, Marco's attempt does count as a train, but Bianca's does not. I absolutely agree with that. So Marco, with six minutes and three seconds, gets five points. Pia, with seven minutes and 23 seconds, gets four points. Eight minutes and 36 seconds, Kojo got three points. But he, he still did way better than Klaus and Bianca. By the way, so because of that setup, I think that's the only time. So a, a wholly unique task for this for this season. So then we have Sage Realistic Home Blooper, Movie Blooper, which, of course, we saw in UK Series 1, Episode 6. As with all of the other team tasks, uh, the guest contestant chooses which team they think will win. Um, so Marco chooses to back the team of Pia and Klaus. But first, let's talk about Bianca and Kodio. Um, Bianca is standing um, on the like uh, the the window frames of two cars, and uh, is doing a epic splits like the Jean Claude Van Damme commercial. And there's for some reason there's a sword underneath her. I guess that's part of the danger of the epic splits. But then one of the cars starts to roll backwards, and she falls down. the The camera, uh, the camera operator panics. There's a there's a nice little little cut to the cameras getting sent on the ground and we see kojo trying to help bianca who has been run through the armpit with the sword blood everywhere um it was a pretty fun idea i didn't really think it had the the full vibe of a home video blooper that doesn't seem like something oh i guess maybe you would do that in a home video trying to do a stupid stunt like that but this was by far outdone by what what at first I thought doesn't even count as a as a home video blooper because what they were planning to do was a prank that they were actually like making a thing happen as part of the video itself. Um, so like it wasn't going to be something that was accidental, which you'd think. But I I I do give them some pretty good credit for not knowing really what a blooper was going into it so the plan that they had was pretty iffy if it went exactly as they had planned so basically Pia was hiding in a bush outside of that front door and then uh Klaus went in to get David to to do a behind the scenes interview with him but he wanted to go outside where the light was better and then Pia would jump out and scare David David was not scared Klaus was very frightened 
and everybody just starts laughing their heads off in the studio and i was in tears i rewatched it a couple of times and that was before they replayed it on the actual show and then i rewatched that a couple of times everybody cracking up it was so so good um so even though their original plan definitely was not a blooper the fact that Klaus was scared by his own plan was one of the best bloopers that didn't involve any kind of falling down or anything like that um it it was pretty much perfect so they got three points marco got three points for choosing them and that brings us to the final task of the series of the not the series of the season the live task stand up after 100 seconds the most precise standing up time wins um there's some psychology going on with david he's trying to mess with them trying to talk to all of them but they're all like counting to themselves and he's like well it seems like i'm talking to nobody here um and uh at one point he says your time is up and pia shoots up out of her chair and (laughs) david cracks up um i really liked how much david was laughing this entire episode really seems like he was having fun in this episode um but uh, yeah he he was really messing with them and uh pia stands up i was trying to count i think it was edited down for time a little bit i don't know maybe my my uh counting to myself is just really really slow um but i thought pia stood up at around 57 seconds but it was at 85 seconds um and then like one after another the other four stood stood up about 15 seconds later the next person to stand up was Kodio, followed by bianca then marco and then Klaus. um but all of them were further from the time so uh one point went to pio at 85 seconds and then two points to Klaus at 103 seconds really close three points to marco at 102 seconds four points to bianca at 101 seconds and five points to Kodio, exactly 100 seconds. Incredible. But those five points is not enough to secure a victory for Kodio on the episode. Um, that honor goes to Marco, who had a whole 25 points. Um, second place was Klaus with 21. Bianca and Kodio had 20 points each, and Pia had 16. Um, there were some discrepancies uh, with what we actually observed on this episode from those scores um so it seems like according to taskmaster.info that there was perhaps an unaired task um that uh was was cut out and so that brings us to the series scores in last place with was Klaus with 73 points and then fourth place with was pia with 78 points the guests contestant spot got third place with eight with 79 points or second place with 82 these are the only two placements that were swapped with the discrepancies throughout the season um kojo got 80 points or 77 um for second place or third place and bianca won the season with 88 points or 84 points either way she was the winner and that is super awesome the the bust of babin it looks gigantic and heavy compared to just the head of Greg Davies. Um, 
or maybe she was she was just really good at acting like it was really heavy but it is definitely huge so um yeah really really fun really fun episode really fun season uh like i said i wish there was more than just the four episodes but um i am super excited to get into season two i haven't even looked at the contestants i not that i would know who they are just by looking at the list of names or anything but um i have no idea what i'm in for for the next season so uh yeah thanks for listening be sure to head to tiwpodcast.com um to find all the ways to subscribe you know spotify itunes and uh also follow on instagram and twitter and facebook tiw podcast just type those three letters and put the word podcast and without any spaces and um yeah i'll be back real soon with bestie test season two thanks for listening and i'll see you next time Bye.